Okay. No, no, please don't take my... No, not my no, fur no, no, coats. No. no, no, Jackson, Jackson, please don't make them take the Tesla. I'm making them take the Tesla. No. It actually makes sense that they're taking that. They probably think it's the uh, new owner's vehicle. Wait, what? Uh, you didn't hear... Well, I mean, obviously you're seeing everything going. No, that's my Rolex. No. All right, all right. B, when we signed these contracts, you gave me, you know, the power to for oversee. You think I read that? Yeah, well, we had to declare bankruptcy on the Homegrown Hotel series that we've set up. It was too much. We had 20 locations. I feel faint. And we had almost no guests. This was a doomed from the start. But Where's my golden fan? The, they already took the golden fan. It, well, I can get you... Look, we have, like, one of our old, like, propeller fans. I'll just plug that in okay. for you, okay? Okay. All right, there you go. Uh... So, all right, Elon Musk, you know, he's known for buying failing uh, already like doomed to fail businesses. So or he thought we were doomed to fail. No, I'm not saying I'm making a jab at him. He he thinks that it's a solid gold. So maybe oh. you, you and him well, probably the, went to yeah. the same business school. Then I'm, maybe he'll let me in on the ground floor. Maybe he will. You know, if you beg him enough, he Wait. might might let it happen. Is that the new name of the hotel? Just X? Uh... X series hotels. You know, maybe we should let him have it. Yeah, it'd be fun to see what happens next, right? What's up, you little freaks? Hello! And welcome to Homegrown Oh, and a very, very... Are we good on the mic? Yeah, I was just checking. I should check too, then. Little butts. They're good. Little butts. We got butts here. Uh, we don't need to explain I, it. Nope. <laughs> so, welcome to a very, very special episode. This marks uh, our anniversary. Sure does. Two years into this bullshit. And uh, our hundredth episode at the same time. Our hundredth mainline episode. Hundredth mainline Holy episode. Bananas. Holy bananas. Bonus episodes don't count. Not when you're talking about the count. Not with when you're talking about C. the count. Yeah, and uh, I feel like we tried a little harder on the, the mainline ones. Yeah. Just a bit. But this is the hundredth mainline episode of Homegrown Horror, and we're so happy that you could make it to such a, a wonderful celebration and to kick off this hundredth episode. I'm going to asterisk that by saying if my count is correct, which yeah. I believe it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're good. Yes. But I just wanted to, you know, this will be a two-parter episode. We're going to be talking about the Augusta Mental Health Institute. I'll be talking about a specific aspect of it, and then B is going to be diving into some additional details on the horrors behind like, it. I know I once said it on pod that I was going to do it, and uh, this has prompted me to get my shit together. <laughs> it's a good old time. It is, it's a terrible time. It's a good old time. We're going to have fun. We're doing, we have so much fun here. <laughs> we have so much fun here. Speaking of all the fun, summer's over now. Just... Pretty much. Well, it was, it was a little warm over the weekend. It was um, a little warm. After the uneventful hurricane. <laughs> Tropical <laughs> storm. It was, okay, it was a post-tropical cyclone, is <laughs> what the official It's what a, is. it finally came down to post-tropical, yeah. Post-tropical cyclone, which it I... Sounds like a genre of music. It does. Unlike other people, 
Like, is that what's going to come up after Jimmy Buffett? That's that's going to be the next Jimmy Buffett is post tropical. Yeah, post tropical (laughs) cyclone. Yeah, I I felt a little bummed, but also at the same time, I had to reframe my thought and be like, "Why are you upset that there weren't eighty mile an hour winds?" I'm like, you know, (laughs) fair, Um, because the last time that I experienced a hurricane was when. So the last hurricane in Maine was in 91, uh-huh. but I was not born then. The last hurricane I experienced was in Georgia. I want to say probably in 98 or 99, and we had to evacuate. Wow. And um, No fun. No. No bueno. So there's a part, because we also had to leave my cats behind. Ooh. Okay. Everything ended up being fine, but... <laughs> Were the cats okay? Yeah, they were fine. Oh my gosh. Okay. They were totally fine. Nothing, right. literally nothing happened. Okay, cool. Um, but when I really thought about it, it's like, because there were people who were like really pissed and they were like, yawn. Oh my God, this is so boring. Like, why couldn't we have something worse? And I'm like, why would you want that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I've also heard people kind of say like, oh, well, it would be nice to see like cooler winds. It's like, no, no. you don't. You don't want that shit. Absolutely man. not. And, you know, I, I still don't know what the waves were like. I don't know. But there were rip currents and stuff. And people just be cray. Some, people be cray. People be cray. Some and, people lost their power. Uh, but Yeah, mostly mid-coast. We, yeah. I know a couple of people who lost power. But Other than that. Uh, we made it out. And the sun, the sun came out that day. And I was like, okay. So I, I went and I, I put everything in the garage in the basement for nothing. But You know what I kind of liked? I like that um, I did go outside a couple times, and I just kind of thought to myself, it's like, it just feels like fall out here. And it, I love that. It was, the, it, it was nice, <laughs> I will say. Like, it was nice and cool, and I was kinda, it was a big refresher from like the 80-degree weather we've been getting towards the end of the summer here. Mm-hmm. But uh, supposedly, we now started fall. So. Yeah, it's, it is fall now. Yeah, it is fall now. It is fall now. Caught myself the last ball game of the season yeah. that I could. My first and last. Had to get one in. Went with uh, our friend Jade, who I don't know if he listens, but hello. Hi, Jade. Hi, Jade. <laughs> uh, at, shut up, Windows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. I, I had some complaints and, uh, you know, I've been to a lot of baseball games, but I don't like how we've, I'll, I'll, I, there's a couple of complaints, but the thing that I'm upset the most about right now is, um, can we just fucking like either lose the national anthem or can we just like keep it straightforward with it? I'm so fucking tired of getting every like local artists rendition of the national anthem. So fun fact. Yeah. When I was in the fourth grade, I had a we had a mixed class, so it was the it was third grade mixed with fourth grade, and there was a kid one year below me who was a professional country singer. Do you use that with quotations? Okay, he had like a CD and stuff, but now I realize, now that I'm older, I realize how I easy it is. <laughs> That's the thing. It's how e- it, not easy. It's not easy, but if you have the right equipment and shit, like it's not. It's not like he was getting signed by like. We could literally make a country, you know, music Tower album Records or something in this fucking room. We could, <laughs> um, but yeah. So it was such a big deal, and he would perform. 
at like all the fairs and all the ball games and stuff. And I remember they came and they interviewed us and they were like, what's it like for your (laughs) classmate to be so awesome, so much cooler than you? <laughs> like basically is like what's it like to be such a loser and i think i i think like what they ended up using in the final cut i i don't remember if i was in the final cut but someone's had a similar sentiment to me which was like he's just like everybody else except for the fact that um you know he sings at all the ball games and also get doesn't like <laughs> just casually like it's not nepotism but like the music teacher would just always give him the solos and it's like oh we all know that brian brian has a cd out so like <laughs> he gets the solo and i was just like i did uh acapella in high school and a similar situation where one of the people in the acapella group was like a professional quote unquote yes quote unquote professional musician and they would like play at venues and like bars mm-hmm. and stuff and he like he would sing and play piano uh, I think he did like covers most of the time. Yeah. Um, but you know, talented guy. Sure, why not? But you know, he's just like I don't know. I my core memory of him is like him watching him like snort a bag of cocaine <laughs> on a football field. But anyway, he would always get the solos. Yeah. And like it, it was and kind those of just the- like and I'll just and I was just the bass. I was just baseline. You're just bass. Yeah. But those are the people that are. <laughs> Like, when you're sitting there being like, oh, it's amazing. They're singing the national anthem here at the game that I'm here. Think of all the people in their lives that are just sort of like, fucking Brian. <laughs> again. This shit again. again. This shit again. But this like, shit again. But again, it's like, I i don't know what it is about everybody deciding that they need to make their national anthem a song little. just a little bit. It's always that fucking rubato at the end, you know? And <laughs> like it's always that shit, and it's like, and most of the time it just they don't fucking nail it. No, it's like they don't do well. It's like just sing it straight. Let's yep. not fucking like do the Kelly Clarkson. She's already done it. She perfected it. We can all fucking move on. We don't need to relive this moment. Yours isn't going to be as good. So yeah. just let's ditch it, or let's stay to these strict guidelines. Look. And I'm tired of everybody pretending it's good also. You sit in those fucking stands. You always get some, like, jacked up dude that has, like, a tattoo of an American Eagle busting out of his chest. <laughs> Just going, yeah! Just with uh, two, two fucking, uh, it was Bud Light, but now it's Modelo's in each hand. Stop your hands, my dad. Going nuts. My dad. <laughs> my dad. <laughs> yeah! my dad. Not to knock not to knock Modelo. Not to knock Modelo. Hi Dad. But I'm just saying <laughs> if you're listening. I'm just saying they've all switched to Modelo is what I'm saying. <laughs> Was Bud Light, now they're Modelo guys. Uh, <laughs> you know what else has been switched? It's no longer the Augusta Mental Health Institute. It's now Riverside. Riverside. That's gone through quite is a lot River, of changes. Or is it Riverview? Riverview. Riverview. Shit. I always want to say Riverside too. Riverview be, Psychiatric Center. We're going to be, uh, yeah. So I, I thank don't, you. <laughs> I don't know anything. I, I haven't read the Yelp reviews of Riverview, but. Do, oh wait. 
Do oh, are have, you gonna? Do they have Yelp reviews? It's really funny because now that we're at the hundredth episode, I think it's time to come clean. Like in the very first episode of Wood Island Lighthouse, I was gonna read Yelp reviews of it. I had them picked out. Oh my god, we should have. I <laughs> had oh. them picked out, and that was gonna be a bit that I wanted to do, like for all the haunted locations. <laughs> but I will say, my favorite from the Wood Island Lighthouse was just. You need a boat to get here. And I'm like, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That, you sure it's do, Wood buddy. Island Lighthouse. <laughs> uh, Riverview Psychiatric Center. Let's see. <laughs> uh, some dude uh, calling out uh, a civil rights violation. This place was good. Now is awful. And a lot of blank reviews. Was well, good, now is awful. awful. Okay, good to know. All right. Good so apparently know. it's following maybe in the footsteps of its predecessor. <laughs> it might be, it might be. But I would say that there was never a good period for it. I think there was just only awful. Yeah, 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 yeah. It seems was... to have been a steady decline and then they just let's, kept finding a new bottom. Let's be completely honest. Let's be honest. Mental health in the United States is... Subpar at best a lot of the time. Real bad. Especially institutions. I think that it's definitely improved over the years, but I mean, considering how oh. new psychiatry is as a science, I think like we're just over 100 years, I think. Like, do you remember Constance Fisher? Yeah, you remember that shit? Remember that shit? Go, go check it out. Because I sure do. Uh, it was not good. It was terrible. Bad time for everybody. A lot of people, uh, you know, dying and like, we'll get into it. So let's, but let's center our, let's focus ourselves. Let's center on to the today's activity, which is we're going to be talking about the haunted location. So this is our spin today. We're going to be talking about hauntings, but we're going to talk about history as well. So we're going to be talking about the Kennebec Arsenal, which is another part of the Augusta. That's what I thought was really interesting. It doesn't sound like it would be part of a mental health institution. It it was absorbed over time, but you know, there's some history here. So we'll we'll get into it. It's a it's a big old haunted house though. It's four floors of hauntings just for you. It definitely fits the bill on like very creepy abandoned location. Mm -hmm. I was watching a video earlier. You're not allowed, but you're not allowed in there. Don't fucking go in there. It is still privately owned. Okay. So if you get caught, you're going to go to jail Uh, or you're going to get a fine. I don't know. Depends how rich you are. If you're Elon Musk and you walk into an abandoned building that's like monitored by police, do you think they just like fucking give you a tour? Probably. Yeah. But if I walk in. And then they'll be like, you, you know, your fine is just your fucking museum fee. A museum thief? Fee. Oh, okay. There you go. (laughs) Because it's like, that's probably, to him, whatever the fine is going to be is like the ticket price of going to like the Met or something. Yep. And that's why our uh, criminal justice system is only matters to poor people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, There we go. mm -hmm. So, all right. Uh, We hit hit one uh, trope of ours. Complain about the criminal justice system. We got that. Take a drink. (laughs) Oh, God. We should have set that up for this episode. (laughs) Do like a little drinking game. Kind of like we could set those rules up. Y'all would be very drunk. (laughs) Uh, From what I'm told, mostly drunk people listen to this. I think mostly drunk people record this. Oh, well, I mean, I'm having water. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm on my best behavior. Because it's a Monday night. It's a school night. <laughs> so there's a lot of roots to this building. So we'll, we'll uh, talk about it. But during the War of 1812, it was recognized that the U.S. needed to improve their defensive capabilities. Because as we've known from history, basically the War of 1812 just saw the coast of Maine constantly pillaged by just British forces. Fucked. Just completely fucked. And uh, famously so that... It's still a gripe of ours in a lot of our historical documentation to be like, yeah, we just kept getting fucked during the War of 1812 and Massachusetts did nothing. Because they did. They like literally did not help their own territory to try no. to overcome this. They were just like, yeah, they can fend for themselves. All they got is lime up And there. for some Limestone. reason, they're surprised that we split into our own state. Yeah, it's like, we're going to go make our own state. Where we actually get They're just sort of surprised them. Pikachu face. Like, what? Sh- no. No. <laughs> <laughs> So the government decided to begin building fortifications. I think it was John Quincy Adams then signed the original declaration to go ahead and say, yep, let's start building some forts. Uh, The plans were laid out in 1827 to build a major arsenal in this region of Augusta. And by 1828, construction had already begun. Uh, Most of the building is made out of granite and is quite large. And uh, a lot of the gothic elements that you see on it were actually added later in its history. Oh. Yeah. Not during the time when gothic architecture was actually, like, a thing? Before (laughs) it was just very much, like, standard military just fucking block. Interesting. So they add those details, I think, into 1848. Okay. A bit later when they were doing some expansions on the barracks. Okay. Uh, and they also build out some more some more stuff. So initially, 1828 to 1831, they built out the commandants and officers' quarters, uh, along with barracks, stables, carriage shop, and the main armory itself, where you're gonna store all your munitions. Quarters expand oh sorry, quarters expanded in eighteen thirty-two. So they added more of those gothic elements then. The area was occupied, but not really used, obviously. Uh, The biggest kind of like contention started coming up in this area during the uh, 1842 and before that, when there was a lot of border disputes between northern Maine and uh, some northern British colonies that were in what is now today Canada. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of dispute around the, the where the the line is but it was actually pretty well established with the paris treaty i think uh but they kind of ignored that so they had to draft up their own treaty which was the webster Ashburton treaty uh which helped settle the dispute so again this arsenal didn't get too much use it only really built out weapons for the mexican-american war and the american civil war but by 1901, there really wasn't much use of it. It didn't produce that much weapons, so it was like didn't make sense to keep it going. So it was officially closed and then transferred over to the state. By 1906, the main state hospital, which was just a kick of a can down the road, what absorbed the the acreage into their own. Uh, and as we know here, the main state hospital was a facility for the mentally ill, which was later named to the Augusta Mental Health Institute, AMHI, if we feel like saying that acronym at any point. AMHI. Honestly, it's one of the oldest mental health facility treatments in the U.S., and it shows one of the oldest. Structure-wise, standing, mm-hmm. it's one of the few that are like still standing. Shit. Yeah. So... 
And I mean, I think it is one of the older facilities in the U.S. as far as like mental health treatment and all that. Um, But at the peak of the institution, the facility was holding about 1,800 patients. With a span of an acreage of about 800 acres, 600 of it of six hundred of which was used as farmland to supply food to the hospital. I did not know this, but apparently a lot of mental health facilities were pretty much self-sufficient. Yes. So I didn't know would, that. They had their own like treatment. Well, ones that I think were well set up, and I think they became like more closer towards being better post 70s mm-hmm. because they were still self-sufficient so but like everybody had kind of had tasks they had um sort of therapeutic like job training programs you could go through not all of these of course some were worse but like the good ones were set up to try to be as self-sufficient as possible because it's meant to take a person out of needing to be within society on a daily basis to just kind of focus on just here mm-hmm. just kind of bring yourself here which I guess would would work. But I mean, early 1800s, uh, it was 1840 that the Mental Health Institute started off. Um, Smash my laptop. And I mean, they would take people that were admitted for a wide range of symptoms. Here's just a little bit. Mania, melancholy, masturbation, and faked voices. Faked voices? Faked voices. Maybe it's sort of like somebody speaking and like, weird voices they would say it as faked voices so if i pretended to have a transatlantic accent <laughs> you'd sound i think you would be a john f kennedy impersonator <laughs> <laughs> that's a very interesting which that, i also feel like a lot of times um it also boiled down to do you have a uterus do you have a uterus if you do you belong here <laughs> do you yeah. have an empty uterus i mean man women are crazy am i right b <laughs> am i right am um, i right <laughs> am i right <laughs> am i right boys <laughs> i mean not saying that there weren't men at mental health institutions but it was really easy if you were a woman to get admitted <laughs> I think like no special test needed. I mean, like it makes sense. You got to sequester the women away, like Old Testament. I I remember. I remember women would have to like go away if they had their their periods in the red tent. In the red tent because you're unclean. Uh, can we talk a little bit about masturbation was enough to get you in here? Mm-hmm. Does it mean like frequent just in front of everybody masturbation? No, it's probably just, just at masturbation. all. Yeah. Well, because the, 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 the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what do you how do you think they care to have do you they just like give people Kellogg's? <laughs> have you ever seen there are like they had these like they weren't quite vibrators like back in the 50s they were more like zip zap zaps they zapped a little bit uh-huh. but they were like oh it's good for your muscles wink wink good for your muscles muscles but also i do want to point out for those of you who are like yeah guys like totally masturbation is like the worst thing um i don't do think you... anyone listening to that is I saying that <laughs> but i just want everybody to know that like one of my favorite dildos that have ever been found. You <laughs> found the dildo? Make, oh, it's going to make sense in a minute. You found it? My favorite it? <laughs> dildo that's ever been found was inside of a hidden compartment in a chair in a nunnery from the 15th or 16th century. 
Was that uh, found or just like on display? They found it. They found it. Because it was in a hidden compartment in this chair. Okay. And they found it. Those nuns get freaky. They do. And that's what I'm trying to say is everybody always has gotten freaky. They do have, they also have like older dildos from like ancient Egypt and stuff, which I, it's just so cool to me (laughs) that it's like, even back then they'd be like. People just need to get off. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine just the amount of time someone would have to spend though on a dildo? Like they would have to carve it or like, you know. Model it after stone. If you've never looked up historical dildos, no, I recommend you do. Them. I've seen them. They all, they all basically kind of mm-hmm. follow the same structure. And you uh, know what? They didn't they didn't put them in mental health institutions. Like, come on, America, come on, get America. your shit together. <laughs> and probably, the, I think the UK did a fair handful of that as well. I also so. like melancholy. It's like, isn't that just depression? <laughs> it's like they didn't have the words see this is what I'm saying it's like they didn't have like the terminology they had no fucking clue what they were doing no just you're melancholic <laughs> you're very sad I think that's depression babe <laughs> <laughs> oh so I misspoke earlier I did say that it started being used uh, in 1906 it was actually used 1905 in 1906 doctors and staff were uh, there was a lot of renovations that happened to the space they got rid of the wooden structures doctors and staff moved into the barracks and houses on site and patients were moved into the arsenal building itself Um, the first floor was a sitting area with about four small rooms for attendance you know people that are kind of like watching everybody second and third floor were sleeping areas for patients and the attic was apartment space for night attendance across the entirety of the property it is also crisscrossed with underground tunnels connecting all the buildings. Isn't that kind of? I like an underground tunnel. I like hearing out hearing when somebody's like, "Yeah, we got under underground tunnels." Damn, you're gonna love Disney then. I fucking <laughs> love Disney, dude. It's like they talk about those underground tunnels. When I heard that when I was a kid, I was like, "I want to fucking see those tunnels." There's some great creepypastas about the underground tunnels at Disney. Are there just like, are, are there ones that are like discontinued? I went down to the I underground wonder. tunnels that were under, that are under the Capitol. Yeah. Fucking great. It was on January 6th. <laughs> Don't make that joke. <laughs> oh, no. You're going to use it. You just like you. walk in. You're going to use, Turns you out. Use, use it against you in court. I didn't go to January 6th. <laughs> I didn't do that. I was in. Washington? Yeah. No, I was in Oregon. Sorry. Who can't give you facts straight? <laughs> no. Yeah. Bad joke. Anyway, I've been in those underground tunnels there. They're yes. pretty fucking cool. They also have a little tram. Do they have a tram? They have a tram. That takes you between the buildings so you don't, aren't just like walking the whole time. I you feel can like. Put in the, get in this little tram. But generally, the tunnels that are underneath mental health institutions are not. This is fun. No, they're not fun. Usually they're to wheel away the bodies. Which I'm sure these were used as well because unfortunately, as you know, B, mm-hmm. Augusta Mental Health Institute, AMHI. It's the worst band ever. Worst grunge band ever. Uh, was ripe with controversy. Oh, absolutely. A lot of criticism early on was given to the uh, facility uh, for their overuse of restraints on patients, which you feel like 
Is that the worst of it? No. Flowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they also had a lot of, as years would go on, they were also very liberally applying lobotomies to their patients, as well as our favorite electric shock therapy. Yeah, we discussed a little bit of this in Constance Fisher. Yeah, just a bit. So they were uh, pretty loosey-goosey with their use of these different um, methods. Now, I had mentioned that 1800 was the peak population of the hospital. Mm -hmm. Now, within this large span of history, how many people do you think died on site? That's a lot. Mm, I can't remember. Of what is... Found 11,647 people died during knew their it was, stay. I knew it was in the thousands. Central Maine. That's a lot. Of, yeah. That's a that's a fucking lot. Of what is found? I hate that little italicized part of I, what is found. So this was operating between 1840 to 2004. So just the thought of this many people dying on site is insane. And I'll probably remind everybody next week, too. Yeah, you will. (laughs) You'll also probably remind everybody next week that there were almost no records of where patients were actually buried at the facility. They just decided not to bother with any headstones or shit like that. It's it's sort to, of like... Or personalization, sorry. Yeah, it's kind know. of like all of the, you know, the times where we've seen in the revolution. Like, I think in Massacre Pond, I talked about other just like mass grave. Boop. Mass grave. Boom. Boop. Boop. There you go. There you go. Get in the hole. Don't bother. Don't bother. Just... So we got a uh, quite a lot of uh, yeah unfortunate. Um, this this place must be pockmarked with just unmarked graves all over. I think most of them are believed to be along the Kennebec River, which makes sense. I guess where else where else are you gonna put them? But this place is littered with unmarked graves and just they just did not bother keeping a record of the deaths at the facility. So I guess my other and it's probably also of the time but there's a part of me that's like were there no family members that were like or were they all just like oh no they've been sent away and away they shall stay (laughs) and away they shall stay i'm afraid that that's sort of the vibe yeah yeah because for that many people to just disappear now really it's fucking terrible Somebody like nobody, and the fact that it, it went like the fact for me, the thing for me is how long this stayed in, um, not business, but you know what I mean. The fact that it, it just kept going, just kept going. Just kept well, going. because I guess it would be the only, it was one of the largest or few uh, main state hospitals. There's, I think, a couple other facilities that were available. Yeah, there were. Um, but this was one of the largest, I think, in the state and one of the few that just like kept operating for an indefinite period of time. There's probably been a lot of ebbs and flows. I, I have nothing to back this up, but this is probably the case. I would assume that this would be the case in Maine, as is the rest of America, where that there's a lot of ebbs and flows between the 60s into the 80s of how mental health was treated in the U.S. Um 
One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest kind of was a big driver for that change, or at least, at least bringing a lot of the focus of like how the mentally ill are treated in America to the public eye. You know, basically saying like, yes, a lot of these patients are just being treated and abused within the facilities and are not actually ever allowed to really grow or be helped because of these insane torture situations that they're put through and this unfair treatment. Um and lack of empathy as well. Uh, but that, like, media, I remember, had brought over uh, a lot of the public view of and then basically had the federal government, um, like, shut off the valve of public funding that a lot of these local, like, community facilities had available, mm-hmm. which basically forced a lot of them to just shudder because they yeah. weren't really receiving any state assistance and the state was states were not prepared to funnel over the money for the facilities. Now, the federal facilities, as we understood, yes, there are a lot of them were terribly run. But then what ended up happening, a lot of people ended up going back to the streets, not actually getting any help. Mm-hmm. So then it's like we had a sudden tick of like reduction and then it increased back up a little bit over time. But mental health in America has never really like bounced back. No. Um, there is still no like huge pots of federal money that are really available for these institutions. And there probably should be some model that we go back to someday where, yeah, no, the feds need to put the money in towards facilities because it is obvious at this point that states aren't really doing or can't can really do a whole lot. You go to Portland, it's just such a small example. I mean, any of Portland's, you can see, yeah, homelessness has been on the rise for a lot. And a lot of it is due to mental illness and a lot of it is due to drug addiction. And so anyway, that to be, this was not the episode I had planned, <laughs> but anyway, here we are. Well, but, yeah, they're all things that need to be talked about. And I think it's, it, you can't, you can't divorce um, the Augusta Mental Health Institute or any mental discussion of a mental health institution from all of the other sociopolitic, political, and economic factors. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so people say that the hot building's haunted. <laughs> this goes back into my last episode that I covered where I was talking about how, how fucking... No, this is back to Lawrence Farrell conversation. So, But yeah, it's the last one it's that you like did. The last one I did. But yep. again, just like places of tragedy, people just kind of gripped onto it as saying like, I don't have any print stories. Mm-hmm. I only have like hearsay. Mm-hmm. But basically, people have experienced uh, supposedly into the 80s, starting in the 80s, people started noticing that the location was haunted some people would see full-bodied apparitions shadow people nothing of like no description of like full clothes as far as i could find the answer Uh, is no for shadow people for me no shadow people like no just i don't want to see a shadow person or just i don't like believe in shadow people. no 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 it's absolutely no i do not want to see a shadow person why the fuck not why not just once what are they gonna do they're made of shadow they're gonna grab you it's not something I want to see. <laughs> Dude, it's like, I'd no. love to see a ghost. No, I know people who have had experiences with them. And the answer is, the answer is are, they sh- screw their eyes shut as tight as possible and wait for it to go away. Are they, are they like dicks or shadow people assholes? 
I don't know. Ask Anna. Okay. I should ask her about the shadow person. <laughs> Ooh, let's bring her on the pod. Tell me about it. Tell me about the shadow person. Oh, dear God. Um, it's a bad time. Sounds like a really bad time to me. But, but yeah, no, because like I know uh, in, in some of the more recent episodes of the of um, the Ghoul Boys yeah. Unsolved, They've been go. They've gone to a couple mental health institutes in the past, but one of the more recent ones, they there's like the tall man. The tall <laughs> man, like, yeah. No, <laughs> no. Why does he have to wear like a top hat too? No. What's up with the like, ghosts wearing clothes in general? I know I've said this before, but why the fuck are they wearing clothes? The clothes didn't die; they did. <laughs> anyway, I think again, if you want to talk ghost rules, do they get to choose what they're wearing? I would love to interview. A- if you're a ghost and listen to this podcast, I will interview you. Just, I just haunt me. I'm bringing you on the pod. No, no. I invite any ghost that's around to haunt me. Come on, break my china. Flick the lights on and off. Knock around some shit. Scare my cat. Have you ever heard of "Be careful what you wish for"? Because <laughs> the, the big old door you're opening right now. <laughs> well, I did find this monkey's paw this morning. Oh shit! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh, it's curling. <laughs> uh, so, but eerie hauntings, you know, shadow people, doors slamming shut, weird feelings, bad vibes. One of the most common things that people claim is that they can still hear the screams of tortured patients as they go through the halls near doctor's office offices and different procedure rooms. Uh, that's the biggest thing that people hear. Now, again, you're not allowed to go here. You don't, don't. There's police in the tunnels. They will nab you. Um, I saw a couple videos of people kind of like uh, ignoring that advice, though, and kind of going around. Not really doing so hot. This place was neglected heavily. In 2004, the property was sold to a private capital group that has done zero investment. They bought the shit for $750,000 back in 2004. cheap. Super cheap. That was like a lot of acreage that they have uh, available to themselves right now. I think at some point it was supposed to be converted into sort of a hotel and like mini resort location. It's a beautiful looking property. If you look online, it's gorgeous. I, I, it's right on the I'm river. back a scream. You know, it's just like a vacation with your family as you're sitting on 11,000 dead bodies. So as you'd imagine, uh, I guess they didn't think this was a good investment, so they let the location. They let it rot. Yeah. And uh, yep, they've, accurate. They find they've been fined for this neglect and uh, not paying fees on the property as well. So I think it's still kind of up in the air what's happening to the property. Um, but there are some small. It's only been twenty years. There are small renovations that are happening at the property, but it's mostly like a partnership with like architect students to kind of like build up certain like aspects of the the building related to kind of the gothic revival sort of look of it. I have a question for you. Yeah, what's the question? What do you think would be a respectful and appropriate roller coaster? Use? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, real answer. A respectful use of the existing property. Mm -hmm. I think we should level it and build something else because I don't think you can make anything respectful. Okay, but then there's still 11,000 bodies. Yeah, I think that we should probably um, make it a new museum. 
That's it. You know what? Make That's it a new perfect. Museum. Just talk about how awful this was because... As, as, there should be a mental you, health museum. And they should probably maybe do some dig on site to secure remains and do a better count <laughs> like, of the yeah. remains. You remember that one time you said that about the Mascarpone episode? <laughs> dig them up? You were like, no, you were just sort of like, was there ever a di- an excavation done? And I was like, no. <laughs> Which is insane to me. It's like, I don't know. No. I feel like. For some reason, people don't give a fuck about mass graves. I feel like we need to get our, like, PhDs in archaeology or some shit. I do know. Because we could just submit a bunch of research grants to say, there's a bunch of dead people here. Let's go dig them up. One of my, one of the... uh, Oh, that'd be a good way to get a haunting. (laughs) Yeah. So when I was in college, one of the girls that always did, she wasn't a theater major, but she would always come and do stage management because nobody wants to stage manage. <laughs> Go figure. Go figure. Um, it's but kind of she like was, being a DM. She was great at it, but she was an archaeology major. Oh, wow. So, And I was always choice. like floored by that. But Did it's she just think she like, was going to be like Indiana Jones or something? No, I don't know. Because I honestly don't know what she does now, but I assume that if you're going to do that, you either are expecting that you're going to get a job with like a university or something and go to like dig sites or you're going to be a professor or you're going to work at a museum. I feel like those are your career paths if you're going to do something with your archaeology degree. Do we need like a license or even certification to go dig up bodies? Can we yes. just submit a research grant? You know, there is a difference between an archaeologist and a grave digger and that's the delineation. <laughs> <laughs> a PhD. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sure is. That's why Indiana Jones is a hero and not a villain. <laughs> well, I mean, is he a hero? He was stealing like culture cultural artifacts from people. Thus belongs into the museum. Does it? Can I we mean, just let them have it? Yeah. Otherwise the Nazis are gonna steal it. I guess that's his logic. And it, you know what would be better for us imperial fascists to have it over those imperial, imperial fascists. fascists. <laughs> yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Just kidding. I'm not saying uh, we're equating uh, Americans or the British to Nazis. That's not what I'm saying. I'm making a joke. Anyway, I don't. Did need you to need say to that. explain that? I don't know if I needed to explain that, but uh, you're not going to me to me. You're not coming for me. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh okay. Well, that's uh what I have. Those are my details I, for today's story. Just a little bit of history. You know, I will say I I very much appreciate your take on that it should be a museum because I think there should be a mental health museum. They that already talks are pretty about, open with information on just the history of it as you've mentioned. And um, we'll, yeah, we'll talk pod. about that um next week. Yeah. But I I think that was one of the biggest surprises about looking at the Augusta Mental Health Institute. This seems like the kind of shit that people would be like, let's forget about it. (laughs) I mean, you kind of want to forget about it, but at the same time, it's like, it's so fucking tragic and was like, you know, this is a a facility responsible for tens of thousands of deaths. We should uh, unpack that. I think it's also really interesting because you mentioned one flew over the cuckoo's nest and it's like, we never... Love love book and movie. Never left that space if you think about it Mm -hmm. think about your cure for wellnesses your um 
uh, Shutter Islands. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. Um, the other one that I think of, which is less well known, is like Suddenly Last Summer by Tennessee Williams. Mm-hmm. The, the sort of like you have one in every generation, really, of one that's trying to be the next almost expose on that sort of thing yeah. or the next take on it. Yeah. And I think that that's fascinating because we're not past those horrors yet. It's, <laughs> so it's uh, so funny to me that they're ju- it's just sort of like, yeah, this is like something so far removed, but it's really not. It really isn't. And when I said it earlier, like um, things are better, I mean, in a very incremental sort of like yes. drip drop kind of way. Um, we're not... I think electroshock therapy is still used in some instances. Well, that's part of like yeah. conversion therapy, it, which is a whole other fucking th- mm-hmm. issue. <laughs> oh boy! Be careful when you eat Chick Fil A. <laughs> they donate a lot of money to conversion therapy, specifically really? specifically outside of the U.S. Oh my goodness um, gracious! That's why one of those. That's one of those things where it's like again, I've mentioned it before. You can do whatever you want, but I, it's always worth at least looking to see where you're voting with your dollars. Yep. Just as a, just as a thing. Um, But also we acknowledge it's very hard to vote for your dollars. I have a hard time um, enjoying video games now because of uh, realizing how much they uh, contribute to exploitation of rare minerals. Uh, So... Anyway. <laughs> it's great. It's great. We live in a society. Everything's great here. But it is, that's one thing that is really interesting to me is like, that's one of those things, like, it's just one of those things where it's like, people are like, I'm going to make an edgy, hor-. like, I really wanted to see Cure for Wellness. I didn't get around to seeing it, but, and I know it's like a little bit different, but also at the same time, like, it still kind of has that vibe mm-hmm. of mental health institution. Um, but... It is like an edgy topic, but I just want everyone to remember, like, we're still working on it. Um, And don't think that we're beyond some of those things. Um, But again, I think your point is also interesting where it's like these sites of there are two types of haunted places in Maine. (laughs) There is. Sites of mass tragedy, which, to be fair, I will say Massacre Pond, literally, the town of Scarborough was leveled (laughs) by (laughs) raids by the native tribes. Fair. Um, We have this where there's 11,000 dead bodies, probably more. Um, So you've got sites of, like, massive tragedy. Yes. And then you've got nobody's died here, but <laughs> <laughs> like Roby Andrews and Fort Knox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no in between. There really isn't. Yeah, it's just kind of like I thought I would hear a little more given the quite the history of this place. But yeah, it's not a whole lot of. Uh, There's nothing specific here either, which is no, no, there isn't. I think I that's find the thing really that's anything specific. It was just mm. like articles saying like people say which is all probably bullshit which i was also gonna asterisk that because you had mentioned like bad vibes no shit 
It's just, uh, I mean, yeah, you walk into anywhere that's abandoned, it's bad vibes. I get bad vibes in Battery Steel, and nothing's ever happened and there. No, I love Battery Steel. <laughs> that's though. so cool to check out. But no, it is, it, it's unsettling. Yeah. A lot of abandoned places do have that sort of unsettling vibe, but there's also a part of me that's like, regardless of what you believe, I think everybody can agree that, like, energy is a thing, and it doesn't go away. <laughs> if bad shit happens... Somewhere. The energy does go away when it dissipates on the ground. ground. It's basic science. <laughs> Everyone knows that, B. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I forgot you had a PhD in bullshittery. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say in is... School of Hard Knocks and Hilarity. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I don't think that that feeling goes away. No. It's not going to go away. Not There's 11,000 unac- un- un- unaccounted for dead bodies, probably. Not until you get some soft lighting and some good furniture in there. Otherwise, yeah, no. It would have been a great hotel, man. <laughs> Why didn't they make it? <laughs> I think we've said it before. We don't need more hotels. We're good. We're booked up. Uh, I mean, I, if okay, I'll trade off. We'll build more hotels if we get rid of all Airbnbs, please, that's a trade I'm happy to make, right? Yeah, fucking build another one. Can we have affordable housing? <laughs> yep, one or the other. Oh, <laughs> uh, so be like this episode. Um, our mainism is just going to be chock full of jokes. So let's get into it. Hey, hey, it's a mainism. <laughs> I always wanted to, I was very curious about main humor or main senses of humor because I think that you guys are very dry. Did you um, just watch Bob Marley? No, but I have been thinking about going to go see him. You should. Yeah, just sort of as like, because his whole thing is literally main jokes. Yep. So love to see the shtick. The guy's like, I'm fascinated too. I, I'm always fascinated by just road comics in general. People who just make a living just doing the road circuit. Because it's like, you don't realize, but there's a shit ton of them. Um, they're all trying to make a big, but there's a shit ton of them that are kind of like, kind of just getting by, mm. make decent, okay money. Not saying like, you know, they're going to go buy a yacht, but they can like afford a home. Oh, they're not going to buy that mega yacht that's no, sitting on Four River? No, no, unless you're Tom Segura and you can get a fucking private plane just to take you everywhere. Uh, yeah, so big big wealth gap i think also in uh, comedy but uh anyway not everybody can be tina fey so i started looking up and i was trying to find like main specific humor but instead i found a bunch of main centric corny jokes i'm here for it and i thought we could talk we could read a few of these absolutely all right so let's start with the first one this is uh from upjoke.com um we'll see <laughs> so what you know upjoke.com has you know fucking good i couldn't follow the storyline of stephen king's it too many main characters. Fucking stop. <laughs> this is like, I was like actually laughing earlier. I'm laughing now. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me read this first. Oh, here's a funny one. You'll like this. Okay. A state surveyor visits a main farm. He tells the old farmer that it's been discovered that his farm may actually be in New Hampshire and not Maine. After several days of surveying, checking, and rechecking, the surveyor tells the old farmer, Yep, I was right. 
Your farm is in New Hampshire, not Maine. Good thing, says the old farmer. Couldn't take another one of those Maine winters. Oh, because the New Hampshire winters are so much better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Flashback to us driving back from the New Hampshire <laughs> Cog Railway. <laughs> Here's a good one. Does anyone else have trouble remembering whether the postal abbreviation for Maine is Ma, Me, or M-E-N? Or is it just me? Fucking stop. These are a bunch of dad jokes. Can I see one? I want to choose one. Okay, fine. I want to choose one. I haven't read... I was about to read that second one. <laughs> I'll let you read that one. <sighs> Today I learned that in the eight, uh, in the 1820 Missouri Compromise, Missouri wasn't able to become a state unless Maine was also granted statehood. As it turns out, Missouri loves company. <laughs> ah! My girlfriend fell off a fishing boat on the coast of Maine and was devoured by a giant shellfish. You might say a New England clam chowder. <laughs> wow. Oh. Like some of these are like the same joke, but worded differently. Yeah, yeah, I noticed. <laughs> on our sailing trip in Maine, our, our sailing trip in Maine was going great until we were capsized by Augusta wind. <laughs> oh boy! Oh no! Did you know that you can't hang a man with a wooden leg in Maine? You have to use a rope. Oh. It took a second. <laughs> I had to use, like, uh, two brain cells for that. <laughs> I know. You had to. All two of them. All right. I know. You want that one really All right, bad. We'll be the last one. Last one. Why are you taking your girl to Maine this summer? I'm going to Bangor. Gonna banga. <laughs> <laughs> banga. Banga. Oh, we Ooh. hope you enjoyed all that stupid bullshit. But the episode is not over yet, B. The episode's not over. We've got, in celebration of our second anniversary and our hundredth mainline episode, I've got a song. Oh, I forgot! Yes, I'm glad you forgot. <laughs> so, without further ado, this is a parody song. Everybody get your earplugs. Uh, it's very so audience i'm gonna just say right now i'm not gonna add a backtrack but if i have time i might so if you hear a backtrack i've added the backtrack jackson had time i had time but i got a job it's two days till this needs to get posted so and i'm busy one night so anyway <laughs> <clears throat> It's been 100 episodes. Who'd guess that we'd become best friends? 23 bonus apps. We watched them all, but missed a couple plot lines. Four birthday apps. After seeing the listens, we knew that they were just for us. Yesterday, B talked over me. And it's been 100 apps since we became best friends. Close the door and bake pink scream. He thinks he's supreme, but he's a terrible guest host. Pour beer into a glass makes me an ass, but it's a good way to get dosed. Hot and bothered while I read crimes. We hope they get time, but the cops on 
smoothly up to this. Bees producing our next ad break. We hope companies partake, but our swales get unmonetized. Salty Jim is a madman. He's gonna get a ban if he doesn't put that gun down. We can't help it if you think we're funny when we're mad. Try hard not to cry during recording. We're the kind of hosts that laugh at a court case. Can't seem to understand each other's timelines. B has a tendency to yell during the details. I have a history of spacing out. It's been 100 episodes. And all that time, we are still best friends. Three concert outings. During the last, we dressed like emos. Twelve D&D sesh. We'd like to play more, but we never end up having time. Yesterday, B talked to B. <laughs> Yesterday, B talked over me. And it's been 100 episodes since we became best friends. All right. <laughs> that was the best thing I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> oh my god. Isn't that fun? I love it so much. <laughs> I've always wanted to make a parody song for one week because it's just such a good it's, song. It's so good. It's such nonsense. <laughs> it's like, it really harkens back to like, um, it's the end of the world. Just kind of the nonsense rap kind of like style or like what they do, the rhyming schemes. You know what we should do? What we should do. The next time we do karaoke, we should do that song together. <laughs> we should. <laughs> fucking love it bare naked ladies they slap it <gasps> they, they slap brother i i love bare naked ladies so good I love are they still touring i think so they oh were in new hampshire recently well if they come nearby i check them out oh my be god fun. yes hundred dollars a ticket <laughs> <Calling it>. <laughs> <laughs> trying to crash in on the nostalgia <laughs> oh my god <laughs> my face is so <laughs> it's but yeah, I mean, two years, it's a long time to be doing anything, let alone a podcast, which we've been dedicating, aside from two months out of the year, weekly yeah. to this. So it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. And I couldn't imagine doing it with anybody else. I know. Like, in it, the, the thing is, you sort of fell I fell into, into this. it. Yeah. And I'm so happy it's you. Yeah, it worked out really well. <laughs> I know, because you you were like, I want to start a podcast, and I had had the plan for two years to do it, and I was initially going to do it with Allegra, and Allegra was like, I don't want you to talk true crime at me. Because it's she, a lot. She yeah. also hates it. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, I give her TLDRs of all of our episodes so she can post about it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Which is helpful, yeah. And the thing is, when I give her those, she still makes a upset Kermit like, face at oh. me. She's still, like, a lot of the time, she's still like, that's too much detail. It's too much. It's too much. It's awful. It's terrible, and it's awful, and I wish you didn't tell me that. <laughs> so, I... And also, I feel like I, I'm i just so, like, it's just been a great fit. Yeah, it has. And I'm I'm so proud of us. <laughs> I mean, like, I start, when I got into it, I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm down. But I honestly had no idea, like, if this was going to be sustainable, if it was going to work out. But, like, I think pretty early it was when I called it. I think, like, in our first, like, week of just recording four episodes back to back, I was just like, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be fun. And it has been. So thank you for everybody who's also been on the journey with us for this two years. And if you've just been stopping in, thanks. Hey, thanks for coming by. Also, uh, yeah, yeah. we are so happy that you're here. I've started saying that sort of in our call to action because, yeah, in a perfect world, it would be great if you hit us up on Instagram or emailed us or whatever. But like 
the fact that there are people listening to something that is just fun for us to do and we put a lot of work and have a, take a lot of pride in, it's just really nice to share that with people and there are people who come back and that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> So you can go ahead and reach out to us on Spotify in the little comments section. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can also give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. You can hit us up, ask us questions at our Gmail account at homegrownhorrorpod at gmail.com or hit us up on our Instagram handle at homegrownhorrorpod. Thank you all for listening to this hundredth episode a hundo and i believe unless you make some significant cuts it might also be an hour on the dot <laughs> it might actually be an hour on the dot which would be cool so i'll probably make a lot of cuts honestly <laughs> <laughs> so this is probably not an hour long but, uh, but thanks again everybody for listening thank you so much bye, bye. you little freaks